Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Good afternoon, 3.34 on a Friday afternoon. Welcome to the show. Kimbo and The Roots with you on a cracking spring day. Thanks to our great friends at Balfour's who have been baking people happy since 1853. We are live from Studio Lumo USA. Let's welcome The Roots. Party people! Rooch, here he is. Rooch, here he is. Hey. Rooch, Beautiful day, Rooch. Glorious, Kim. Are you going to adjust your guesstimate for the crowd at Showdown W1 tonight? So we're hearing 22,000 tickets already gone. Or well, maybe just over, yes. Already sold? I'm sticking around 32,000. But so, I'd be happy for the number to continue to increase. 10,000 walk-ups. If you're at home, you're not going away for the long weekend, you're thinking of something to do, pop in. Conditions are beautiful here in town. We're at number one King William Street. Three and a half screw punts away from the oval. Well, you're a right? good kick. You're a good kick there. Probably eh? a little bit further, is it? Well, it depends if you land one in the water and you've got to take a drop. Yeah, Bly- if Blighty was kicking. Oh, it's one kick. It's one? No, yeah. no, no. It's, it's, yeah, it's probably about... <laughs> I'm trying to think of it seriously now. Where are you kicking from? Here? No, it's probably about here? 10, is it? Yeah, out here if all we right. went all the way down. That would be 600 metres. One would get you to Festival Plaza. Two. One screw punt. The fe- oh, because it's bouncing Blighty. downhill. Yeah, Blighty's mm. style. All right. We yeah, maybe get- three and a half. We've got a bit to get through. It's a busy day today. Uh, yeah. In terms of guests coming up, uh, Matt Rendell will join us at four o'clock, the list guru. A lot to talk about there. Carl Amon, the compensation pick, pick 27, Roach, what yeah, we thought. Yeah, what we thought. Yep. yep. Uh, a bit surprised that it's declared as a four-year contract. So we kept hearing it would be a five-year deal, unless there's uh, an incentive clause, you know, the gets you the fifth, who knows. Maybe but wanted the shorter term, but more money. 650. It's pretty much what we thought it would be. 4.35, there's a bit happening in the NRL this weekend. On Sunday, uh, Brett Kamali, uh, one of the greats of the game, yes. part of the SEN team up in Sydney. He'll be part of the coverage on Sunday as well, which you'll be able to hear mm. on our network. Uh, this is amazing. Parramatta Eels taking on the Penrith Panthers, the first time they've ever met in a grand final. And the Eels, uh, how many years into their premiership drought? 86 to 2022? Uh, what's that again? 36? Uh, 40, 46? 40, 30, no, it was 86. 86. So, yeah, so that's... Um, 36 years. Four, 14, 36 years, yeah. yeah. Uh, five o'clock, Phil Harper will join us, the General Manager of Football for the Crows AFLW program. Um, we had Juliet Haslam on yes. yesterday. So in fairness, we have Phil on today. So we look forward to having a chat to him. And we encourage everyone to get down there tonight. It's going to be a great game of footy. We're live and interactive. The text line is 04... 
27154166. Had a change of thought then. I'm thinking, oh, I should be mentioning Kevin Sheedy, but we'll do that oh, a little bit later. No, I, I'm just getting overwhelmed with information at the moment, Roach. Hey, we'll well. have the NRL Grand Final on our band, won't we? Well, well I did say that just only yeah. 30 seconds ago. Sandra, right. Sandra Sully, the late news. Good on you, No, Rich. I was just, just thinking about oh, that. So you weren't good. listening to me before? No, because I was actually absorbing how the <laughs> NRL players are voting for a day grand final, Kim. See, it income. No, you weren't. No, I was you actually doing the listening. maths. <laughs> I was trying. 86, 2022, yeah, it is 36. All right, we'll get to that a little bit later. We need to acknowledge the Opals last night, defeating Belgium, 86 yes. to 69. So they will play tonight against China. <sighs> I think Ooh, they'd rather be taking on Canada. Yeah. Uh, so USA take on Canada for a place for the gold medal. Australia takes on China. That gets underway at 7.30 tonight. All right, we've got a lot to talk about, Roach. Before we get into it, though, we'll go round the grounds. Otherwise, we won't get back to all these things that have broken today. So let's just start off with something local. And um, Port Adelaide have announced a, a new coaching structure. Yes, the interesting thing with this is that Nathan Bassett goes back to take charge of defence. That's interesting because he was defence coach, then went forwards coach, now he's back to defence. Josh Carr takes the midfield, Chad Corns takes the forwards, working hand-in-hand with Tyson Goldstack, who will take charge of Port Adelaide in the Sandfall, which All is right. an interesting so he'll dynamic be the, down there. he'll be the Sandfall coach. Yeah, and Hamish Hartlett's in there as well. So they're emphasising development. That's what they're saying down there, that it's a big development program now. So. Lots to get through, Roach, yep. because uh, there's been a number of best and fairest as well. We yes. want to hear from our very own Rory Laird. But uh, we touched on it last night that we believe that Brad Scott would be announced last night, and he was as Essendon coach. So at the time we left the show, the recommendation from that subcommittee that included Jordan Lewis and Robert Walls recommended Brad Scott. It was taken to the boardroom where then Essendon announced, or David Barham, the president, announced it was a unanimous, how often do we hear boards declare unanimous decisions? And Kevin Sheedy did not like this at all. He wanted it known and has made it very public that he voted for James Hurd, that the vote was actually 6-1, that he will support Brad Scott, but he wants it known. That he did vote for James Hurd. He wants the Essendon fan base to know that he supported James Hurd. He wants James Hurd's family to know he supported James Hurd. Well, he's being just a man of his word, isn't he? I know yep. normally you have to say, right, yep. even though we don't, this isn't unanimous, we need to have this uh, go yep. in on a unified front. But yep. so this is he's his still statement. saying he's going to support Brad yep. Scott. But this is his statement. I'm extremely disappointed that the comment from my club was that it was fully endorsed when, in fact, I voted for James Hurd to be the coach of Essendon. The vote was 6-1. Now, I would have expected that to have been written, and in the end, the board vote actually declared. But I want to make sure all the fans know that I voted for James Hurd, and I'm extremely disappointed with the report that went out from the Essendon Media Department. I'm not happy. Don't tell the Essendon fan base an untruth. This is what happens when you bring new people into the club. <laughs> Media whack, Department, whack, take whack. that. Um, will that just blow over, or will this cause a problem? Can you really get into trouble for telling the truth? No, I don't think He's he also can. declared that he's going to support Brad Scott. Yep. Because he's an Essendon man, but he's made it known. He wants the truth known, not an untruth. I think it's fair enough. Yep. A lot of people are making a lot of it. Damn media, Roach. If Essendon had declared last night that the vote was 6-1, how would have it read? We know why they stay unanimous. They want to see yep. that everyone's on the same front. But if they actually had put out that statement last night, the board has in, endorsed by a majority vote, how would have that read? 
then people would have made something out of that too, wouldn't they? See, people saying here, text coming through, time for Shetty to move on. He's Ooh, had yeah. his time. Mm. I think he's still got a lot to offer. I understand Well, that. some people are declaring it's untenable for him to stay on the board if he doesn't endorse the coach. He's mm. got to stand aside. So it'll be interesting to watch. Need to keep moving, Rich. Yes. Uh, Jordan Dugowie, surprise, surprise. Finally signs the contract with Collingwood. So he's got this five-year deal. So told you, told you, told Free agency. Mm. Got the deal he wanted. That's yeah, what happens right. when there's two clubs that are after you as well. Yep. Carl Amon we touched on. We'll bring that up with Matt Rendell. Uh, mm. That deal is now done. Pick 27 goes to Port Adelaide. Um, some delistings, Roach. Uh, Sydney uh, have delisted a couple of players. Lewis Taylor. Now, do you remember Lewis Taylor winning the Rising Star? I do, because there was some controversy there with... Um, David um, King. David King. Because he kept saying watch for Lewis Taylor. And he's odd he shortened voting. or he something. Was yeah. yeah, he's odd shortened. So Lewis Taylor played 112 games for Brisbane, went to Sydney, only played 12 games with the Swans. Not a great move in the end when you look at it. No, it didn't work, but they threw him a lifeline. So he leaves along with Barry O'Connor, who did not play a game for the Sydney Swans. The Irishman and uh, a retirement or a delisting at West Coast Eagles? Yes, retirement. Redden, yeah. Well, no, retirement. He's called called an end to it. Uh, I'll just get his numbers, sorry, because I put that on the bottom here. But, yeah, he's... Started with Brisbane. Yes, moved over to West Coast, and it's been a difficult time at West Coast all up, too. He hasn't had the easiest of runs either, has he? Have you found it yet, Roach? No, not? We can move on. No, we'll move on. We're not being disrespectful. Very no. good player. Had a wonderful uh, career. All right, a number of uh, best and fairest last night. The Cats had theirs. Yes, and there was a tie. Jeremy Cameron. Second one ever. Guthrie. Yeah. Do you know the last one? The last tie mm. for a club champion. No, I can't think. I think it was 2009. It was with Gary Ablett Jr. and Corey Enright. Oh, okay. Corey Enright, I think. Okay. All right. I stand corrected if anyone wants to do that. Surely, surely whoever comes next on the leaderboard is not the runner-up. Should be the third place getter, shouldn't it? Well, look, why, what have they written? They've written runner-up. Well, that's fair enough. Second to the winners. Yeah, I thought that meant you were third. Stop being pedantic. pedantic. Right. Time's against us, Roach. A lot yep. to get through. All right. Anything at the court you either? The two winners, anything else? No, I, I think we can. Oh, right, Guthrie well, was clearly one of the better players of Geelong this year, well, and it's good that they've recognised a key position player, isn't it? All right. I'd like to acknowledge Tyson Stengel to finish fifth oh, in the best yeah, and get you there. I yeah, think well, that's a huge well. effort. Yep. Sydney had their BNF as well. Callum Mills, not surprised there, are we? And uh, no, had a wonderful season. Yep, absolutely. So Who came yeah. second, third and fourth? I don't have all that. You I do have it all. You do have it oh, all I there. I all this paper. I do know. I've got to go through it all again. Roach, no, we're in the information business. Come oh. on. Well, can I do Adelaide's then? Because I did do one, two and no, three No, we'll there. get to that when we get to Rory Laird a little bit later on. Oh, I haven't got it here. All right. Well, I'll let you know that Chad Warner came second. Right. Uh, he's going to be a player of the future. I was surprised James Rowbottom came third. Luke Parker fourth, Isaac Heaney in fifth position. Dane Rampey ninth and uh, Ollie Florent finished in tenth position. And the other big news at Sydney, Tom Papley gets a five-year contract extension. So he has uh, looked at free agency and said, nope, I'm going to stay with the Swans. And the Adelaide one, we'll get to it very shortly, but Rory Laird becoming mm. one of four players now to have won three Malcolm Blight jackets. Andrew McLeod. Mark Rusciuto, Simon Goodwin. Yes. He's in great company. In elite company, True. isn't he? Yep. And uh, spoke very well. We'll hear that shortly. All right. We've raced through all of that. Uh, we'll get to the text very shortly as well because we don't hear a lot out of the Adelaide Football Club when they're negotiating. Well, we don't hear a lot from them with a lot of things, really. That's always been their mantra. Um, 
just happened to make the papers a lot the last five years for reasons they didn't want. But Justin Reid spoke on Trade Radio this morning, so we're going to try and bring you up to date. There's quite a bit of Justin, but it's all worth hearing. Uh, this is on the negotiations with Isaac Rankin. Yeah, I think Craig uh, went on the record yesterday. We've had a few discussions with Gold Coast and I think they're heading in the right direction. I won't go into the detail, but obviously um, pick five sitting there and uh, we're just, I guess, working through what that looks like. So, um, you know, we'll catch up a bit more next week and, and work through that as we get closer to the deadline. Do you anticipate Ready to have to pay more than, than pick five and would you be willing to do that to get Rankin across the line? Oh, look, we're, we're obviously Isaac's a priority. Um, we want to get him into the football club and we'll work through that with Gold Coast. So I won't go into specifics, but um, certainly pick five is, is a very good pick and, you know, we'll work through that together. I'll um, translate that for you. They're offering pick five. They think that's enough, but the Suns do want more. So yeah. there could be a third round pick goes in there as well. But that's where they sit at the moment. That deal right. will get done. Uh, this is ready on when they thought they were a good chance of landing Rankin. Yeah, Cal, I mean, Isaac, obviously, we knew he was a high-end talent coming through the South Australian pathway, and he's a massive Crows fan. And, look, sometimes uh, things happen quickly or things take time when you're talking about acquisitions. So, you know, we knew from day one that there was always a possibility of Isaac wanting to come home. There's really strong family ties and, and, and relationships in South Australia, and I think he's gone on the record, you know, growing up as a five-, six-year-old, jumping off the couch and taking marks in his Crows jumper. So... Um, we've kept in contact with, with his management throughout and I think, you know, he played this year on Adelaide Oval, Port Adelaide v Gold Coast and it may have sparked something that probably left the door open for us. So, you know, we're wrapped that Isaac's keen to get back to Adelaide Football Club in South Australia itself and hopefully we can work through that over the next week for him. That's how it works though, Roach. Make no mistake, they've been into him from the day that he left. Now, here's the question that answers hopefully all the texts we've been getting. Is Adelaide going to do anything else? He's ready again. Yeah, Cal, I mean, Isaac, obviously, we knew he was a high-end talent coming through the South Australian uh, no, pathway. And he's a massive... We'll go to, uh, will there be any more movement during the trade period? Riley, I think, I think we'll be pretty quiet. I mean, um, day one, that, look, Isaac, on the back of Geordie Dawson last year, we've gone to the draft, as you both would know, over the last four years, you know, with a lot of picks and, and bringing in some high-end talent. So... We need to give that time to settle. So we have uh, need to expose the list, get some games into the list as well. So I think we'll be pretty quiet. We'll, we'll look at Isaac and then and go to the draft most likely. We're pretty tight for list spots as well. Which is basically Ooh. what I heard in Melbourne. Mm. Cow noise. Yes. So they are working on a long-term strategy rather than a short-term fix. Yeah, definitely. So don't expect too much more activity from what's already been done. Uh, this is Reedy on Matt Crouch being a, being a contracted player. Riley, I think I think we'll be pretty quiet. I mean, um, look, Isaac on the back of Geordie no, Dawson that's last not year. It. Wrong one. We'll, uh, just on our logs. Uh, yeah, yeah we'll get Matt Crouch. No, we'll find it, Kim. We'll find it. One C. It should be. See if we can grab that. I think we've uh, got it coming. Is it? Yeah, Ken, now we, we, Matt's contracted to 2023, so I think we've, we've, we've been on the record. I understand the interest, especially in South Australia, being a best and fairest winner, all-Australian. Um, he's a quality individual and player for our football club and at times found himself out of the team this year, so we understand the interest. But now Matt's uh, a contracted player and we expect Matt to um, have a big off-season and, and we'll see him in the Crows' colours most likely next year. In yeah, other words, they're just, in which league? Yeah, they're just playing hardball there, saying that they, they want him. Yeah, but um, playing hardball. But is there interest elsewhere, Kim? 
we've got to nail this down. Are there clubs there will be going interest. into the there meetings will be on interest Monday saying, we want to talk about Matt Crouch? There will be interest, and they need to say that he's still required to keep his price up somewhat. But I think most people can see through that. Let's keep going with these routes. I'm putting everyone under pressure here. We've got a bit to get through, though. There's a lot that happened today. Uh, Reedy was asked what deal would get Frampton over the line. Yeah, look, well, I've caught up with uh, Graham Rod on a couple of occasions and, and, and pretty clear that I think a future three will get that done. So we'll just wait for, for Collingwood to come back and see what that looks like. They've got a bit on their plate as well. So I guess they'll work through a few things, but I think that should uh, get it done. You'd be happy with that, wouldn't you, if you were Adelaide? Future third rounder for Billy Frampton? It's uh, not part of their plans. I'll be intrigued as to how far Collingwood wants to go. I mean... They'd also know that it's not a high priority because they'll get him as a delisted player. Yeah. He's not going to be relisted by Adelaide, yeah, is he? Exactly. I think they'd be more than happy if they got a future third rounder yeah. there. Uh, a lot of people interested in Jimmy Rowe. He's a bit of a uh, fan yes. favourite. He's a, he's a nice fellow. I get the feeling he'll be put on the rookie list, but let's hear from Reedy on Jimmy Rowe. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I mean, this time of year, a lot of clubs have, you know, at least half a dozen players on hold through this trade period. So, and, and Rowe an outstanding young man and has played 36-odd games over the last two years. So we need to probably work through this trade period and just see where you sit with uh, our list spots and rookie spots and see how that plays out. So it's um, not an easy time and, and they're hard conversations to have, but they've been ongoing conversations for a while. So we've got three or four in, in the same boat. So it's, um, we'll have to work through that once we get through trade period. It's a terrible time for a young man or any footballer when it's their profession, it's their dream and it's their livelihood. Uh, we went through it with Riley Knight a mm. few years ago when he was a regular on our show, not knowing what his future was. Um, it would be excruciating. So, so same time I think that, that's his lifeline though, Reach a rookie list. So at the same time Justin Reid was on Trade Radio talking about Frampton, Crouch and Fisher Mackesy in the end, Fisher Mackesy's leaving Adelaide Airport and declaring that he's in talks with a Victorian club. So where's he going to land? Well, this is what Justin Reid had to say on Lockie Shoal and Fisher Mackesy. Yeah, Riley, I expect both guys to be at the club. Yeah, I'm not sure. Obviously, there's a lot of noise and speculation around, uh, or not this time of year, but even the three or four months leading into the trade period. But no, we certainly expect those boys uh, to be at the football club next year. All right, that's fairly comprehensive whether it all stays as stated we will wait and see it's normally not the case as we well and truly know Roach got through a bit there if you're a Crows fan uh, let us know what you thought of all those comments um, we'll take a break then we'll come back and we'll celebrate one of our favourites Rory Laird A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other Balfour's are for the game Tomorrow's car is in stock today Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all wheel drive you're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. Great to have your company on a glorious Friday afternoon, 3.56 in the city. This is The Run Home, thanks to Balfour's. A Balfour's in one hand, your team's colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Crows had their BNF last night, uh, Roots. Rory Laird was the red-hot favourite. I reckon we picked the one, two, three, four. wasn't hard, was it? Well, four votes between Rory Laird and Jordan Dawson. Mm. Well, Dawson had a sensational year. Ben Keyes, Taylor Walker. It's pretty much the leaderboard we expected. Yeah, and then when we spoke to Rory last night, he said uh, maybe Brody Smith would get close. Well, he came fifth. Yep. Great to see Darcy Fogarty finishing six mm. in the best and fairest, followed by Shane McAdam, seventh. Tom Duday, who didn't have his best year in eighth. Sam Berry, ninth. And Jake Saligo to finish top ten. Probably highlights where Adelaide's at at the moment yep. and why they finished where they yep. did. Um, we want to give a little bit of air time to Rory Laird. Mm. We think he's an absolute ripper. This is part of his acceptance speech. It goes for a minute 45. 
Uh, apologies if I miss anyone. I'm doing this off the cuff. So, um, first of all, I'd like to thank um, all the coaching staff from Matthew Nix to the uh, development coaches. Um, to the line coaches and James Rowley and Scotty Burns, um, and most importantly, uh, Nathan Bamberlo, which I have a lot of time with during the week. Um, he lets me play my game and has helped me develop into the midfielder that I am now, and I know there's a lot more work we're going to put in to, to get better, um, but you'll help me at training and um, you know the, the amount of time you invested in me personally to help me get better, even after 10 or 11 years, is amazing. Um, to my teammates, um, you know, I think uh, you can see what what people are saying up here. You know, coaches and other players, how we're fitting as a group, um, and how we gel together, and and the actual commitment and dedication to get better as a group is you know second to none. And I know that we've we've been in games this year, and it's been frustrating. But I know you can see the the uh, the turn of events are coming quicker. Um, to all the sponsors of the club um, and all the people that make the club work, thank you. Um, it's a very well run club. Um, really appreciate that. Um, to my f uh, to my friends outside of footy, um, thank you for keeping me humbled and grounded. Um, really appreciate the support you give me uh, away from footy and, and sort of get me away from what can be a pretty taxing and, and daunting job at times. Um, I do really appreciate that. And uh, as I sort of touched on uh, to my family, um, not only my parents in the room, Amani and uncle, but you know both my nanas, uh, my pops, uh, my sisters, all all five of them. Um, all, all the support they give me um, is amazing. So I'm sorry if I've missed anyone. Um, I don't like public talking. And if I, uh, I have and I think you, I'll, I'll definitely give you a call. So thank you. Well, I haven't got a call yet. Or you, do you get one? Uh, 8.32 this morning. You got one, did yeah. you? Yes. Oh, did you have him on brekkie this morning? No, no, I didn't do brekkie this morning. Oh, he rang you just yes. personally, did yes. he? All right. Well, we won't be using him next year, Rich. Oh. Uh, no, we're very happy for him. Uh, elite company, isn't it? He's it now is. one of the three times. Rue, Bungie, Goody and Lairdy. Yeah, it's a very, very elite group. Let's see if he stayed humbled. I don't know the answer to this question. He was asked if he thought he was unlucky not to be in the All-Australian side. Your second half of the season, oh, as we know, was phenomenal. You're two-time All-Australian. Some would say you were a bit unlucky not to be picked this year. Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. Um, I saw Soda was on the news last night, so who was hosting? I didn't watch it last night. Whose voice was that? That was Rosanna, wasn't it? Was it Rosanna Mangiarelli? like her voice. Was it? Oh, very good. Well picked up, Rooch. Uh, it's uh, four o'clock. Stack of texts coming through. We'll attend to those very, very shortly. Here's one, though, Rooch. You've been trying to answer, and we're getting a lot of these. When is Port Adelaide having their best and fairest? Well, my assumption is it will be at the end of their AFLW season, which we don't know when that is to end. That isn't confirmed yet because they do have 10 home and away games and hopefully there is a final, but who knows? But I would imagine they're wanting to wrap it all up in one big show. And by then the blokes are back in their training so they'll don't have to take a day from their holidays. So the women, women will have finished. When the women can't mathematically make finals, they'll set a date. I would think so. Yeah, it makes a bit of sense. Great to be all inclusive. Here's one on the old road coaching. But then they might go all the way to the grand final, Kim. He, who? Port Adelaide women. Vrooch. Another I live in hope. Happy to have a coffee on that. Um, <laughs> a lot of comments. You, you read out the uh, the coaching lineup. Uh, yeah. Port Adelaide is turning into a poverty level coaching department. Oh. Disgraceful effort. Just reading it. How no name on that, that one. It's a genuine text. How rude Rooch. is that? Matt Randall coming up next. Three 
minutes past four. What a cracking Friday afternoon. The scene is set for Showdown W1, Port Adelaide's home game, taking on Adelaide. A lot of texts coming through saying there'll be over 30,000. Well, there's over 22,000 already sold, so... Could be a huge crowd. A lot of people walking past with their Port and Crows jumpers on already, Root. Good to see. It's going to be a big one. Looking forward to it. We're here thanks to Balfour's. No matter your club's colours, Balfour's are for the game. Trade Radio update for CMC Markets. Trade your way with CMC. Visit cmcmarkets.com. The list guru, Matty Rendell, joins us. Hello, Matthew. Good afternoon, fellas. Yes. Uh, yeah, sorry I missed you yesterday. I started. I did the three to six shift with Soss and Damo, so I missed you. No, 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 probably totally understand, but you've had us on the edge of We've our seat for two days. <laughs> yeah, two What's days happening at Gold Coast? What is the big story with bows? Uh, no, well, everyone assumed it was 8.50. Yeah. Uh, but it was actually 8.50 by two. It was actually two years, 1.7 million. That's why they're giving up pick seven. Oh. Well, still, it wouldn't entice anyone still, would it? You wouldn't want to pick up that. Who could afford Oh, you to want to bet? I tell you, really? I tell you yeah. who's the front runner. I tell you who's the front runner. You won't believe this. Mm. Geelong. Well, can they Geelong play 1.8 or 1.7 or whatever? 1.7. Well, they'll, they'll blow out the contract to a four or five year. Yeah. And oh, he won't right. be getting much in the... So they give him two and a half. Yep. So that's an extra eight. Over three years, which is what's that two, two something, two eight or whatever, um, two seven. Um, so they'll year, stretch it out uh, to four uh, years, and it'll be about two or five years. So he averages yeah. out about five hundred. So Matt, what would Geelong have to absorb seven. in year one? What would they have to take up in well, that first well, year? Well, Joel Selwood's yeah, salary yeah. would be eight. Well, seven. I think they're going to. They would have to back into the first year because look. I, they're so they're allowed to do that? They're allowed to rework it? Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, absolutely. As long as it's uh, honoured. So, mm. yeah, no, they, you have to rework it. You couldn't pay that. Yeah. Well, not many could pay that amount of money in the first year. Yeah. So they'll have to back into it. So I, I went through it last night, yes, so on Trade Radio, that uh, they've lost three this year, but not on Big Doe, uh, Higgins, Dowhouse, uh, Selwood. Uh, but I thought the end of next year, they could lose Tui, yep. Hawkins, Smith, there was two others there that I thought possibly I can't think of off the you top didn't of my head. You did say danger. No, 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 I thought he's still got at least two yet, two yep. left. Yeah, least two. Uh, there was two others I can't remember who they were. Um, they could lose four or five, and, mm. and that'll and that'll uh, create a heap of uh, space to fit bows in. And now it looks like they're going to get Oliver Henry. Yeah, so that, I that, a bit about just, Geelong just on all of Henry, uh, that, that has been mm. staggering. I mean, we know once people don't sign, no, they're really going, but he is an untapped talent. Oh, he, there's a lot of Stevie J around mm. about him. Mm. Heap of Stevie J about him. I mean, he, he won a couple of games by himself this year. Yeah. The big four goals he kicked in the wet in Perth was outstanding off off the Medi-Sub. So why is he one out? Uh, well, they've, they've low-balled him on his contract, apparently, and... and um, I don't know why. Um, I know they've got similar types in the forward line, but, you know, Billy Elliott's 30. Mm. This kid's 20. Um, Johnson's there, obviously. Um, very similar, Johnson and him. Yeah, but my uh, check's my getting check, up there now. 30-odd. Yep. Cox is plus 30, 31, 32 maybe. Mm. Um, but they're bringing McStay in as well. 
and they've got um, oh, the bloke from Geelong, uh, Kruger. Mm. Who so, did, did his shoulder this year? Well, I'd be trading out a few of those blokes and keep Henry myself. Yeah, that one's that uh, one staggers me. But uh, but uh, what I did, I can't remember if I spoke to you blokes about this. I, was, I certainly spoke about it yesterday. That Geelong have got thirty country kids on their list, and they're going to add Tanner Bruin, local. Mm. They're going to add Henry, local, and um, their infinite market for Bose, who is from Cairns. I'm calling him a country. It's a big attraction for the no, country. Regional, kids. regional. The only, yeah. the only country AFL team in the in the comp. So, and and we do know that um, kids that are brought up in the country, they got a big attraction to go back there. Yeah. Uh, they don't really like the city that much. I know I used to target quite a few of them to go to Adelaide because they didn't like Melbourne that much. Mm. But they liked Adelaide because it wasn't too big, too busy. So mm. uh, I can understand the attraction of going to Geelong and um, with these country kids. Well, Matt, you got it right. The AFL with their secret herbs and spices give give Port Adelaide a second round compensation pick for Carl yeah. Lemon. It certainly wasn't going to be the end of first round like... Chris Davis no. at Port Adelaide no. had hoped for. I don't know why he was thinking that. Oh, well, you've got to argue for it, don't you? You've got to argue for it, but eight million to what it was. Yeah. Eight million. Yes. So you're still putting that on the table for Junior Rioli at West Coast? Yeah, yeah I would. Oh, really? I think it's a pretty easy thing. Yes. Well, what do you reckon later? Yes. <laughs> well, Jim drives a hard bargain. Well, look at his age and how many games he's oh. played in his history. I know what he'd yeah, get it done in a heartbeat. How old am I? I know that, but. He's a bloke they chase hard yeah. and a bloke they desperately need. It's a pick 27. You know, you, if it's 35, I mean, what's the difference between 27 and 35? That, um, this really annoys me when we come to draft time, uh, you know, nitpicking over, you know, seven or eight picks uh, differences in the draft. Too many of them do it. Stephen well, Wells never does it. He never nitpicks. Right, I've been, but I've too did... many of them do it and it, up, and it holds up the whole draft. Trade. I've just, I've just been told off. Uh, yes, no, oh, I've no, got an excuse. All right, Roach is rubbing off on me. I'm getting a coming a tight ass. Well, now here's the next bit, Matt. <laughs> Kim Dillon is convinced that when these trade talks begin on Monday, Matt Crouch will be currency. With who? <laughs> Give me a club. I got a text well, here. I keep as well. asking that of I, Kim, and he assures me someone's I, going to I, take him. I, I, I've got a text Give me here. A club. I've got a text here. Says Kim, there was no interest in Crouch last year. What makes you think things have changed? That's from Damien. Well, he didn't play it all last exactly. year. Exactly. He'd had it came off a year with the groin. Well, come uh, on. Donnie what, Pike will take him. Dorman's on the line. Tell me which player. Donnie, Donnie Pike will take him. Loves him. The Sydney Swans are. He'd yeah. be beautiful okay. there in the midfield. Quick handball out to Chad Warner, and away they go. Well, with uh, Road Bottom in there as well. He's doing a defensive role. Polled well in yeah. their best and fairest. I will be staggered. I know I've got coffees with you for a year. Oh, <laughs> well, I did that two weeks ago. I remember my bets, Reach. Not like you. No, you, you had the bet. I didn't agree with but you. How, oh, you how, didn't? How, well, there you go. How are you going to pay this off anyway? <laughs> well, he didn't agree to it. I don't have to. <laughs> uh, hey, what about uh, Essendon's uh, new coach? Your thoughts on Brad Scott? Have you had many dealings with him over the journey? No. Um, Look, he's pretty intense, isn't he? Yes. Um, he looks he's, grumpy. Um, he's always looks grumpy. <laughs> Look, I, you know, at the end of his tenure at North, you know, he, he was plum tuckered out. Yeah. He was, uh, he was uh, mentally um, uh, shred. So what's your end. read on this, Matt? Why uh, does Essendon go with an experienced man who's had a little bit of time out 
rather mm. than as Collingwood did with the new age coach who's got a strong CV like Adam Uze had. So where's, where's um, the thinking in the Essendon boardroom? Yeah, I tell, look, well, he fits their bill of what they decide, what they wanted to do at the start, an experienced coach, you know, nine mm. years or nine and a half years, uh, had, you know, reasonable success there. Um, you know, he's, we know he's the hard ass. Um, so I don't know. They're saying Dean Solomon's going there as well. And there's always been good rats on him. Yeah. Um, look, the only thing I'll say about it, and I don't know enough, but um, David King's got his reservations. And I think he knows stuff that we, we obviously don't know and he doesn't want to tell us. From North Melbourne. So... Yes. Yep. So that's my only reservation that there's something there that we don't know about. Well, they just don't like each other. Uh, Brad Scott tried to run yes. through him in one of his last games at Marvel yeah, Stadium. Yeah, yeah, I know. He said he, he said he was a visit, what did he say? He was a visitor to yeah. um, yes. North. So, <laughs> um, so I don't know. I, I just I, I hope it's okay. Uh, they don't need another disaster. Well, you're a good friend. I, you, a comp's a good comp when Essendon are, you know, up there and about. Up oh, your, and about. Good, your good friend Kevin Sheedy hasn't stayed silent. No, well, that's an interesting thing, isn't it? So um, my information that heard was the most impressive. Okay. Um, so, oh, look, yeah, this is a tough one too. You know, he hasn't been united with the board. But, you know, at the same time, I half agree with him. Why didn't the board just come out and say, you know, the... The board wasn't unanimous. It was 6-1. Yep. Don't even have to say who. But, but that's transparency to the members. Yeah. There's not enough of it. Mm. Transparency. And I think, essentially, that was, that's what Kevin Cheedy was saying. I you like know, it. Be transparent with the board. Say it was 6-1. You, you didn't even have to say it was Kevin. Exactly. No, like, hey, just a and real then quickie. Would have died and that's what it would have finished. Uh, yeah. You've you got to do this one in 30 seconds. Hi, Kimbo and Roach. Can yep. you ask Matt Rendell what the SA clubs are doing with this year's draft, seeing a number of 2023 top crops are looking good? A few good SA boys. Um, well, it's, they're not doing anything at the moment because mm. Crows will lose pick five for Rankin. Yeah. And, and I'm, we're still waiting on you know, the Graham thing with Richmond and Port, which means yeah. they could lose their pick eight. Yeah. So um, let's just wait and see if there's uh, another, uh, if there's a big key back uh, and Port has still got pick eight, I think they'd go that. I think the answer to this um, question, you've just said it, uh, they're not going to do much this year because 2023 yeah. is meant to be a bumper crop. Hey, Matty, we always well, love... Cha- yeah, we cha- do that every year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Matt. Well said. <laughs> I like There's that. There's some more honesty. We'll, we'll flesh that one yeah, out. Yeah, uh, we'll flesh honesty. that we out like on this. Monday. I like this. All right, it all gets underway on Monday, so it should be a busy day. We look forward to chatting to you then, Matty. Thanks for your time. All right, fellas. No worries. There Thanks. he is. Uh, he's a beauty. It's 4.14. Roots need to go to a break. Just a reminder, 4.35, Brett Kamali to preview the NRL Grand Final gets underway Sunday. Should be a cracker. Phil Harper from the Adelaide Crows to talk about tonight's showdown one at Adelaide Oval. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and The Roots. 420, appreciate your company on the 
Eve. Is it still the Eve, Rooch? No, that's the day before. Yeah, On the day the, of. Day of, yeah. First showdown ever exactly. in the AFLW between Port and the Crows. A lot of people walking around town with their Port and Crows clobber on. We are here thanks to the Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel. It's in stock now. Let's attend to a few of the techs, Rooch, if we can. Uh, Rooch, you can answer this. What is the minimum number of changes the Crows have to make to the list? Three. And will... Hang on, Rooch. And will... <laughs> You little eager beaver. And will they have enough draft picks to do it, Matt, in Brisbane? I'm not sure what he means by the second part, but they must delist three players. Every club must. Minimum of three. Um, I'll read that again. And and will they have enough draft picks to do it? Oh, right. Will they be able to replace them? Well, you always get... Draft picks. Yeah. You can go into round eight of the draft. Yeah. You'll get so, picks. No, they'll, have, they'll have plenty there. They that's not, not a problem. Good picks, that's all. Um, here we go. It's being reported that West Coast are saying pick 27 isn't enough for Rioli. Port need to move on that. Overs. Exactly what West Coast will do. They'll do the argy bargy yeah. at the beginning and then they'll just accept the second round pick. Uh, you reckon? Yeah. I think they'll take a. I reckon you'll end up giving them a fourth rounder as well. Oh, that's. Loose change. Mm. All right. Hi, lads. Uh, Jessica Adamson hosted the Crows oh, Club okay. Championship. Uh, Joe from Camden Park. Jess yeah. is lovely. She's a wonderful newsreader. She was mm. hardly dealt by by Channel 7, if I can make that editorial comment, Roach. Okay. Well, she's doing a wonderful job and rating well. Mm. Uh, getting excited for tonight is another text. I think they'll get at least 30,000. Interesting to note that the showdown medal winner from the first women's showdown will get their award before the medal winner of the yes, first men's showdown. Exactly. Time for the two clubs to sort out the retrospectives. Billy from Queenstown, That's he's a always very good point. Always logical. Rich, you were really proactive with that. And it just just fell away. Why don't people attend to it? It's it's not that hard, is no, it? No, it's not. It's quite easy actually. And you know what they should do? They should do it for the next six men's showdowns. They should present it at the start of each one of those. First one, Darren Mead. First one next year, Darren well, Mead. You worked it out based on the voting, club champion voting, umpires' votes. And the advertiser at the time. Yeah. You don't mention them anymore now. Not not as credible since she left. <laughs> you used to put their voting in as well. Yes, I did. And now you've dropped that out. <laughs> don't mention it. <laughs> don't mention it at all. Don't mention it. Uh, boys, here's another one. Is <laughs> uh, from Phil. What do you know about Aaron Francis to Port? Player manager Nick Geesham was on Trade Radio earlier and he said he expected him to end up there. Oh, okay. All right. Well, we thought Port were having a real sniff and then we heard that Sydney were doing likewise. A lot will unfold. Won't be a difficult get. Mm. Oh, here we go. Apologies to Darren. I didn't see this text. Uh, Can you ask the guru, that's Matt Rendell, not us, why Port would go for Graham instead of using Finlayson in that role? As Finlayson can take a grab, his kicking is good and he can get the hard ball as well as receive on the outside. Mm. Um, I'm thinking more if you don't get a tall defender, I would like Finlayson to go into defence. It's an interesting thought, isn't it? But I get what you're saying, Darren, and uh, I want to go on record again, Roach, as I bang the table to say I was one of the few that really promoted the positives of Jeremy Finlayson going to port. There are that many naysayers out there. Why are everyone so negative, Roach? 
Because he was inconsistent at GWS. No, it's you, I think. You've had an effect on everyone. Uh, hi, boys. This is from Steve. Oh, my goodness. Oh, is this Steve? Oh, well, you're the only one in here. <laughs> <laughs> hi, boys. What a, oh, expletive, expletive, expletive joke. Oh, language. Every year it's the same with Reed. Teams further up the ladder trade better and we sit on our hands. That's oh. from Steve. A uh, couple of big deals, though, Steve. I mean, it, you can't get three superstars in one year. Mind you, Geelong's <laughs> Richmond having a fair go. <laughs> well, Richmond have. Oh, dear. That's, uh, that's amazing, isn't it? All right, we've got to go to a break, Roach, because uh, we have to do another break before we go to the 4.30 News. Right. A Balfour's in one hand and your team colours in the other. Balfour's are for the game. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. You're listening to The Run Home with Kimbo and the Roots. Nearly right on, 4.30. We are live from Studio Lumo SA. Thanks to Hyundai and Balfour's massive game happening at the Adelaide Oval tonight. The first of the showdowns. In the AFLW, it's going to be a cracker. Hey, been forgetting to say, we're doing a nearest the pin. Who wins tonight and by how much? Send us a text, 0427154166. You can win a mobile battery charger, all thanks to Signet, valued at $60. Who wins the showdown tonight and by what margin? A couple of quickies, Roach, because we are late. This text says, Max Michelani will be one of the Crows' three draft picks. Well, my understanding is there's a fair chance they would like him, but they may not even have the points to get him. So where does he fit in the draft? We'll, we'll get Matt Rendell to explain that to us mm. next week, where he'll On fit Monday. in the draft order, yeah. yeah and then where we'll work out how many points will be needed and who are the, the likely like counter-bidders, yeah. Mm. But that is my understanding, that they will struggle to get the points. And uh, so someone may take him a little bit earlier than was anticipated. I'll find out from Matt where he fits. Is he the first, second or third round call? And how Adelaide would then have to go to collect the points, the draft picks, to be able to secure his drafting to Adelaide. Another text from Benny from Martin. G'day, Benjamin. Uh, afternoon, gentlemen. School holidays. Get around me. <laughs> Just mm-hmm. took a look at Port's coaching panel for next year. A lot of ex-hard nuts. I love that. Mm. There we go. A positive yeah, one. We've had a few negative comments. Another quickie, Roach. I know we've got to go to a break. And the news. Uh, this is from Johnny K at Kensington. Hi, guys. Can you please let us know who will be restricted, unrestricted free agents that the Crows can possibly target next season? If Horn Francis is their primary target, how sure are the Crows they will get him? Interesting, and it's not one that they will answer, Johnny. We can uh, give well, you next John, week. John, we will have to wait till the AFL declares him in about May, restricted or unrestricted, but we yeah. can tell you which players are out of contract and in the free agency market. Yeah, and we'll, we'll, we'll go through it on Monday. We'll have a bit more time, Johnny. Give us a reminder then. That's one for Rooch. Uh, here's a text. Rooch Angelo. That's different. It's the way it's written, Rooch. How poor is Gold Coast list management if the Premiers can afford to take on Bo's contract? but a team that finished out of the eight has to offload him. I think they explained that pretty well last night. Well, quick Coast, answer. Saying when, that they've got so many first-rounders, they're not going to be able to keep them, so yeah. someone has to move out. And you have to pay overs. Yeah. All right, we need to go to the news because on the other side, we're going to preview the big NRL grand final between Parramatta and Penrith with the former State of Origin star, Brett Kamali. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? 
Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.